Welcome to Diamond Healing Radio with Dr. Anastasia Chopoulos, a powerful and extraordinary healer, best-selling author, and international scientist. She brings you expert interviews and essential information on the fusion of science and energy healing to help you become more vibrant, youthful, and healthy no matter what your age. Diamond Healing Radio is hosted on the Amazing Women of Power Network, world's leading positive programming channel. Get relaxed, be ready to feel and look better than you ever have before. Hello everyone, this is Dr. Anastasia Chopoulos and today we have a special guest, uh, Dina cohen Forer. I don't know how to say your name. Tell me how that is. How do you say Forer. Forer. Okay. To pronounce. Yes, and uh, she's a certified life coach and before she became a coach, she had quite a different career. Um, she discovered her true purpose and passion, helping other people find theirs. She was born in England, and you'll be able to see by her awesome accent, and spent her early years traveling and living in places all over the world, including England, France, Spain, Israel, Canada, and the United States. This broad range of cultural experiences provides Dina with a skill and knowledge to connect and influence a much larger audience. So prior to becoming a life coach, Dina did something entirely different. Can you tell us about that and how you got to be a life coach? Um, hi, good morning, Anastasia. I was, before I became a life coach, I was actually an executive personal assistant. It was very fun and adventurous, which is actually quite interesting because that's you know, another side to me. However, I never got fulfillment out of it, even though I did enjoy it at the time. You know, I would do personal shopping, help manage buildings. And I knew this wasn't going to be a long-term goal for me. And after I be, was an executive assistant, I became a teacher. Um, I taught two- to three-year-olds. And while I loved the job and the children were so adorable, and I learned so much from this as well, because what you see with the children is exactly who they are. What you see is what you get. There's no facade, there's no mask. Each of them are just such a unique individual. You see their pure souls shining through them. And even at the time when I, I knew at the time I was going to become a personal life coach, I knew I was going to take this with me and, and you know, I was going to be working with adults and I work with adults. I, was, I realized that I wanted to tap into their essence and that they should tap into their essence of being the child, the unique child that they were, the things that they loved as children, the things that they connected to before life, you know, changed things or before difficulties came and then sometimes you just have to put on a facade, a mask to protect yourself. So, you know, I knew I was going to go become a life coach then. Yeah, it's, it's really true that as we go through life's challenges, um, it's it's almost like the iris in your eye closing down. Our, our bodies close down because of all the, the hurts that we have. And uh, I totally agree with you as getting to your childlike essence is the first step to beginning a healing process. Right. And, you know, watching all these children individually and seeing how one was maybe softer, one was more outgoing, one was more into creative arts, and the others were into puzzles, and you could just see who they are and 
it was just so fascinating to me. And then as life goes on, as I said, you know, we, we lose some of that. We really do. And the important thing is to get back to that. Who are we? Exactly. And so you must have gone through a life experience that have brought you to, to want to do this. I mean, we don't wake up someday and and discover I want to help people get past that because I, I know for myself that I went through my own life hurts and it's what it's what prompted me to help people. And um, the reason why I became a healer, for example, is that I got very, very sick and I found my way out of it. And um, that's what brought me to the passion of helping helping people get out of their illness. So right. can can you talk about that a little bit? Sure, absolutely. So from a very young age, I've always been connected to helping others. Um, and I've been blessed to, over the years, having been able to help family, friends, and acquaintances. Um, and yes, I have to say that I have experienced and seen unnecessary suffering that just led to, to generational suffering that really could have been avoided with the right guidance and the right help. I personally grew up in a religious community, and in this religious community, you know, there's, there were just a ton of rules and regulations, and there were people that held all the power, so to speak, and you had to live based on their perspectives, their belief systems, their values, however they perceived it should be. And if you didn't go, you know, according to what they expected from you, then your lives were made miserable. And within my own journey of over the years, self-reflection, self-awareness, finding my true self, and I say this with understanding and knowing this is a journey throughout life. We're all human beings and the more obstacles and challenges come up, but the more you find yourself, the easier it is to deal with the obstacles. And, you know, with my self-awareness, and I call it an essence evaluation, looking into my essence and just finding out who I was and finding my true self, I came to the conclusion that, you know, I would like to help others recognize the power to use their own voice. You know, when you live in a community that, that just did not allow any individuality, this was wrong because we're all individuals. We're all created to be individuals, to have our own uniqueness, our own talents, our own potentials. And when you are told to live a certain way and there's no other way around it, this is really not who, this is not who you are. And yeah, that's the, that's the, that's the problem. Um, You know, this is almost sounds communistic, right? Where you're, you're told what your role is. You don't get to choose it. And um, you're also told how to behave or how to even feel. And uh, exactly, um, you know, I, I got told when I was growing up that you don't think that or you don't feel that, you feel this. And I'm going, no, that's not right. <laughs> so. And right, and they're dictating how you feel. And, you know, no, this is not how I feel. And event, sometimes what happens is that you, you get, you start thinking this is how you feel because you're not being allowed to use your own voice. And, and what I, you know, I want, I want, I came to the conclusion, I want to help people trust themselves, have the, the confidence and 
the security to realize that they don't have to be dictated by others. They can be in control of their own lives, make the right decisions or maybe the wrong decisions. But at least it's their decisions. I mean, it's their life. And I just, I, that's what I really wanted to do. I just think it's so important because what happens is in life is that we start becoming dictated by other people's judgments and opinions and our life people start living their lives based on complete what other people say yes and that and that in the 80s that was called codependence and they made a joke you know they would say to the one would you know one partner would say to the other let's say the wife would ask the husband so how am i feeling today Right. Right. So, <laughs> but that was called codependence. And to to even realize, people don't even realize what they're thinking or feeling themselves because they're so busy worried about the disapproval they'll get from others. And they're not living their life because of it. They, exactly. There's no wants, there's no needs. They're not tapped into anything that's important to themselves. It's all about what's this one going to say and then what's, how's that one going to react. And then you're no longer. You're no longer you're no longer an individual. You're completely living somebody else's life. And how is that true happiness? Yeah, that's no. In fact, that's the worst thing that you could do. Mm-hmm. Is living someone else's life because uh, that's actually what a lot of what causes illness and early death is that um, people don't let their inner selves out, and the illness shows up first in the in the spiritual body. The spiritual body is that that soul, that spirit that occupies our physical body. And if it starts to hurt, which it does when you don't let your your we are all made to be creators. And if you, that doesn't get fed properly, that's where the physical illness comes in. And so many people are dr- dying of stress because you you do get stressed, right? And that is so true and what I love about coaching is that it's all about getting to the essence of the person who are you what are your potentials what are your talents what are your abilities and when you get to know who you are and you look inside yourself then you're able to make your own decisions yeah it's it's absolutely true and um, you know we're all built to be creators you know we're all we're all have an essence of of the creator um him or herself and uh to deny that is to deny our own divinity correct and happens is when one is in touch with their essence and just as you said when one is in touch with it, you know to deny your and when you're not in touch i'm sorry with the essence denying your divinity because when one is in touch with the essence then they are connected to their soul because this is who you are, and when one is connected to their soul, then they are connecting to a higher power. Yes. A higher power that I call God. Um, and when one is connected to their soul, then they can truly find inner peace and inner happiness. Exactly. It's, it's really true. I think that uh, a lot of us have gone through a, some sort of transition. I mean, you came, you were in a in a religious society that was dictatorial. I grew up in a dictatorial family. You know, this is a traditional old European style family, and it, my family was no different than other families. So it's in a, in essence the same thing. You know, this this very tight, 
you have to do what we say we are your parents you can't you can't think on your own you have to you feel this way you're doing this whether you like it or not <laughs> and, and then why you feel you just there's no there's, you just you feel like you're in a prison yes you are trapped in your own body is what you are trapped in your body your, your soul is trapped exactly it's exactly and, you true. know also the, the way what i what's so important for the soul is and just to improve oneself as a human being, to refine yourself that, you know, by doing goodness and kindness and good deeds, naturally, you know, this is food for the soul. You know, naturally one feels happier about themselves, more connected to the soul, because this is actually, this is how we are created. Yes, and I, I think that a person, once they break through, that their inner self is actually joyful. That's our natural state. Yeah. And, and it's all those layers of the negativity, all the layers of being told to, to not be who you are is what, uh, is what traps us and um, what causes unhappiness. That's so true. And now a brief word from our sponsor. Are you one of those people who seem to jump from one unhealthy relationship to another when it comes to money? Are you living paycheck to paycheck? Do you never seem to have enough money to do the things you want and have financial independence? The truth is, you could be sabotaging your own success with love and money. Going through divorce or bad breakup, growing up in a dysfunctional family, the beliefs we were taught as children, and even your own family DNA could be holding you back from the love and money you deserve. Not only that, negative past relationships could be affecting your financial and business abundance. The good news is you have the power to shift rapidly and unblock these unhealthy patterns and beliefs and attract healthy relationships and more abundance. All you have to do is learn how. Join me, Master Healer, Dr. Anastasia Chopolis, in the Diamond Enriched Life Program a powerful eight-week life course where you'll discover how to cultivate connected and loving relationships, skyrocket your physical health and energy, manifest more financial abundance, and ignite limitless bliss and well-being. Best of all, anyone can learn these techniques. Go to diamondmethod.com forward slash diamond dash program. That is diamondmethod.com forward slash diamond dash program. And now we return to our regular programming. Why don't we talk about oh, an example of someone that came to you and uh, came to you with an issue and, and what that issue was. We don't want to name any sure. names, but uh, let's just what that issue was and, and what processes did, did you use to help them get past it. So I had a client that came to me and he was um, experiencing um, a lot of difficulties at work. You know, his official hours were supposed to be from, you know, 8.30 to 5 or 9 to 6, approximately around that. And he was just given such an huge amount of work that he was unable to leave you know, before 9 o'clock in the evening. And he wasn't able to see his family. It was causing his relationship to suffer. And it was just an all around, became just an all around problem. He was just stressed and he was very overwhelmed. And he was afraid to speak up. He was afraid to get fired. So the first important,
important element is, you know, a client and him understanding that it was all about first going out of the comfort zone because what's work, what's doing what's happening right now is obviously not working. So he would have to go out of his comfort zone and, you know, and take action. So what we came, first of all, the question was, what would he like to accomplish? Does he want to continue this way? Is this how he sees his life? What future is in this situation? You know, obviously something had to be changed. So the first idea was an action plan. Talk to the boss and request a meeting. You know, come up with a clear and concise list before he would meet the boss, you know, tell him, explain to him, you know, these were my hours, this is what was, you know, expected of me, this is what's happening, um, explaining that I have a family, just having just a clear and concise list. And we role played before, you know, I was the boss, he was himself, and even vice versa. And, you know, it took a lot of courage and empowerment and strength to request that meeting and go for it, but the results were astonishing. Because in communicating and explaining and being strong about really what ultimately he wanted, he was able to get everything back on track. And they came with an agreement that he would stay until six and maybe twice a month stay later where he would get paid overtime. Even that was an additional um, thing that came with the meeting. And... um, yeah, so he was going to get overtime, and oh yeah, and they were going to hire somebody else to take over that workload. So yeah, this is just this is an example of what happened. That he was so proud of himself, and I was so proud of him, and it was just really, really incredible. And because of this, his entire life changed. And I say this that when you work on one thing, everything else is affected. Yes, because you because you finally recognize that nothing will happen unless you speak up. And that it's not going to happen the way you expect it. You expect the worst. And if you expect the worst, usually you'll get it. It's all, you know, the role-playing, that's, that's really fantastic. Role-playing with someone, you know, what you're going to say exactly, that really puts them at ease. Because what could, what could be, what, what would be the worst thing that happened? Uh, I w- that's a, a win-win, what I call a win-win situation. Either you get your hours cut down or you go get another job in which you only work specified hours. That, right. That's a win-win. But that was, uh, you know, that whole plan was really fantastic and well thought out to, to role play. And, yeah. and it was, you know, what was stopping him was the fear, you know, the self-limiting beliefs. What can happen? Every, it's just, I'm going to get fired. I'm afraid to speak up. But it was that, or was it, would you really, you know, it's that of your relationship or your family. I mean, something has to give. Something has to change. And by, by putting in action and communicating and empowering, then there are results. Exactly. And the other thing that'll happen that'll happen is instead of him being emotionally wrought up when he goes to see the boss, then he's uh, actually in a calm place and in an empowered place where he can say, um, here's what's happening, here's what I need, and uh, how can we change it, rather than being in a, a negative place with his emotions. So that was uh, what I see is really important. Exactly, and additionally, you know, the relationship changed between him and his boss, uh, more than mutual, a mutual respect. Exactly. And- that's so true. Mm-hmm. 
And, you, you know, the, the tools are learned to when more things come up in life, how to deal with it. Because things will come up. Things always come up. It's part of hum, you know, human nature. But when one has the tools to deal with it, then it can be dealt with in a much easier way. Yes, perfect. And have you had people with um, other kinds of relationship problems? This is a a boss-employee pro- um, situation. How about any other kind of relationship problems, like co-workers or, or couples that you've dealt with? Well, I actually, I haven't actually dealt with a co-worker situation. I do deal with, you know, relationships, couples, um, about, you know, the, the fighting and just somebody... It's just the lack of communication while one person is screaming, you're this and you're that. Really, they're saying, I just want you to love me. Yes, exactly. And then the the other one is, you know, uh, just withdrawing and it's just, just give me some time by myself. That's just what they're saying. And sometimes, you know, it's just about the couple actually communicating this in words. I don't mean I'm when I'm screaming at you. It's just I'm frustrated. I want you to see me. I want you to pay attention to me. And and the other one just to say, you know, I just need some time to myself. Yeah, that's and and it's not anything that's negative for the person, uh, for the other person. And the other person is afraid that if they want time to themselves, that they're not wanted anymore. So both of their fears are making them have an argument that's completely unnecessary. Exactly, and you know, again, fear, beliefs, this belief system. You know, there are so many self-limiting beliefs, and fear are often the biggest stumbling blocks to our successes. You know, just prevents so um, many things from happening, and they don't. We're not born with them. No, against from a very young. That's absolutely true. We're not born with them, but um, living in a dictatorial environment where we have no choice. Um, we're, those fears really will loom large in our lives because we're afraid of the disapproval and the disapproval then leads to the fear of abandonment. And Correct. And, the, also, you know, and also, like you said, you know, dictator, the dictatorial situation or, you know, it could be the surrounding parents, right, and the community. And, you know, we all grow up with you know, statements like, you're not going to be good at this and, you know, why can't you be like this one? And, She's way out of your league, and all of these these um, expressions start entering the subconscious. I mean, you know, for example, you have somebody as a child; they want to own a restaurant, and as time goes by, this ambition stays. I'd like to own. You know, oh, I really want to own a restaurant, but everywhere he turns, you hear somebody say, "Oh, how are you going to do that? It's going to be way too much money." And then the next person turns around and says. You know, how are you going to keep a family? You, you never have time to spend with your family, and and so on and so forth. And someone says, just go find yourself a job that's safer. You know, you'll get your paycheck, etc. And then the fit sets in, and very often the person opts for the safer. What they, you know, from what other people's judgments and opinions have told them, it's safer. And then what happens 20 years from now? Or it's like, I'm not so happy with this. This is really not what I wanted to do. Yeah, isn't that amazing how people will uh, let let somebody else tell them what their life thing is supposed to be about, what their career path or what their 
you know, who they marry. Um, I mean, I've seen that over and over again. And then people will separate after 20, 30, 40 years and going, we never really liked each other. We didn't even want to get married in the beginning, but everybody told us that, that we were such an ideal couple together. <laughs> and they, everybody told us. Yes. I've had, I, I got married the first time um, when I was 21 and I didn't want to marry him. And everybody says, you're crazy. He's a great guy. You really, everything's going to be okay. Well, it wasn't. And we were separated within the year. Because it just well, it wasn't okay. You're right, and that's what you know. My goal, and that's what I do, is help people listen to their own voice because their own intuition is usually what's right. Yes, and it's right. actually it's actually all the people, all the spirits that are around us that help protect us. They're also telling us, and those that that's part of our intuition. You know, it's listening to the inner voice. Our inner voice is really important. Right, and you know, one way of also doing that is, you know, take some quiet time, some silent time to yourself, and you know, meditate. You know, tap into that inner voice, and, and you know, listen to what it's telling you because it's very powerful. It sure is. And some people say, "I don't really know how to meditate," and then you ask them, "Well, can you worry or think about something?" Yes. And can you do it somewhere quietly? Yes. Well, that's that's meditating. Exactly. <laughs> it's really simple. There's nothing difficult about it. <laughs> right, again, so it's just that fear. And it's when you when you talk about it with somebody, you know, you're able to get some understanding, some clarity. And so we're we're just about coming to the end of our time. We have a couple more minutes left. And I I have on DiamondHealingRadio.com forward slash Dina, D-I-N-A, is a place where you can put in your name and email address if you'd like to contact her. And um, it will send you and send her the contact information that you've provided. And um, you'll be able to re-listen to this after this week. You'll be able to re-listen to this recording so you can um, hear all about the wisdom again and the, the hints and clues as to how to get out of it. Um, so before we, before we finish, um, I'd like for other people that are interested in being a life coach, how does one go about doing that? How did you do that? Um. So how did I do that? So I was very, very lucky to find, um, I went through dynamic wellness strategies. Um, I did my own personal research because I worked one-on-one with um, my mentor, my coach, who is actually 80 years old, 8-0. He is an absolute example to, you know, life coaching and everything. He was originally a psychotherapist. He was a social worker and then became a life coach. And um, he just taught me so much. He is 80 years old and biologically he's 60 years old um, with all the health and the inner um, help that he does. It's just incredible. So... Yeah, in actuality, we can regenerate our bodies a lot better than people have ever thought. And 80 is actually pretty young. My dad is 80, 82, and he's doing really well. 
and um, so there's no there's no such thing as 80 being old so he's 80 years young not 80 years old <laughs> exactly that's so true and that's again the misconception oh you you know one is 80 years old I'm so old I just let's get ready to you know I don't know go get ready to lay down and give up or just not do anything anymore but it's it's exactly as you said it's just not true it's just you have so many years ahead of you living young age is just a number it it is a number and um the other thing about about uh how to last longer is to always set new goals every time you set a new goal you program your mind to to continue until the goal is set and when you're about finished with the goal then you move on to the next goal that's what keeps us all young right exactly so there's um hope motivation drive and a goal exactly this was certainly very enlightening and i loved hearing your your stories about how you help people and what's so important you know to drive us forward and for us to be ourselves it's been really uh, wonderful having you on the show thank you so much um I also would like to add that I actually do international coaching. I Skype with the technology today. We're so lucky. I do phone calls and I actually do personal visits and meetups. Obviously, if somebody lives within my area, which is Los Angeles. But yeah, so I wanted to let everybody know that too. Yeah, phone phone calls, Skype, that's, that uh, is is awesome for my business, too, and um, I totally agree. Thank you for mentioning that. Okay, until next week, uh, this is Diamond Healing Radio. Thank you for joining us on Diamond Healing Radio, hosted on the Amazing Women of Power Network, the world's leading positive programming channel. To learn more and get your free healing meditation, Go to DiamondHealingRadio.com and join us next week to hear more on how you can live a vibrant and healthy life using the fusion of science and energy healing. Until next week, remember to relax, take a deep breath before you go about your day.